0: Howdy, y'all. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It took you two seconds to sing. <laughs> it's on the brain. It's on the brain. <laughs> uh Yeah, it is a beautiful day. It is gorgeous outside. If
1: it was like this all the time, I would be okay with it. I you, typically well, am, a, am then,
0: pr- then you go live in California. Ah, well. That's what they have is this all the time in California. Really? I think so. That I mean, I don't know what, what... It says it's 61. It's usually like 70 degrees... Almost year-round out there. I don't think I can afford to live in California. No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Appreciate you confirming. <laughs> no, we're not going to live there at all. But uh, no, I kind of like the seasons. They I don't like have seasons. seasons. I'm
1: a proponent of the changing of the seasons, but when you get a day like this, you're like, oh yeah, this is kind of nice. And we don't get many
0: like this in Alabama. It, it's 61 degrees, and I almost wore shorts today. Cause mm-hmm. so I, I was like, yeah. It. I thought about it. But we did last night. We had T-ball practice. Yes. Our first T-ball practice. We told you guys that we would keep you updated. Man, here's what I loved about it. Tell me. We had 9 kids uh-huh. and 8 dads on the field. That was key. That was awesome. Yeah. If we didn't have, If it was me and you, we would have been up creek. Yeah. It would have been mad. Yeah. But it was awesome.
1: Had little stations worked out. It was gar- we had
0: little stations chasing dad. At the end, I kind of dropped the ball. And I was like, let's do a little scrimmage. I didn't have a good system on when the kids would get their helmets in <laughs> and not. Who's going to bat next? I you didn't just got to really, get your rotation. I didn't. We have to get a rotation in. That's it, that's that's true. It was fun. Uh, though. But, man, it was fun. Yeah.
1: And just like a a, a mind warp for me, seeing my youngest, my
0: youngest and
1: your oldest. Yeah. Like, In little T-ball clothes. Well, but then your
0: oldest, Charlie, was
1: assistant extraordinaire.
0: Extraordinaire! I Mm -hmm. loved having him. He was so good. We had the video. I'll show you of him teaching Jack how to get down Mm -hmm. when he was at the pitcher. And hey, he he did so. He is welcome back. I will buy him a Blue Jay (laughs) shirt. A Blue I will buy him a shirt out of my own pocket, um, and say. Your assistant coach with us, buddy.
1: Well, he had a blast. I'm pretty sure he had more fun assistant coaching the Blue Jays than he did at his own. own. So,
0: I mean, this ball field I've only been to once to go watch, I think Charlie play. Yeah, like years ago, long time ago. Yeah, and there's like batting cages. Yeah, it's it's legit. It's Hoover does it. Yeah, they don't. Slack on their sports here. Your tax dollars at work. My tax dollars. (laughs) And we could still afford to live here and not in California. There you go. That's right. I bet they they have worse baseball fields in California. uh, Do they have them? (laughs) Of course they do. No, we have extraordinary athletic facilities. And did you tell me that their pictures are done at the Met? -hmm so I didn't know that till last night well
1: that's why that's where they've been the past years uh now wait a second I feel like spring baseball they do them at the Met fall
0: baseball they do them at the field I could be completely wrong well there's a few dads that said the Met if you guys don't know the Met is where the SEC baseball tournament happens yeah. it's where um the barons used to play used to play mo- – Michael Jordan. Used Michael to play Jordan there. used to play there. That's where he played. If you uh, want to know, and they're like, "Oh, that's where our Hoover Little League pictures are made yeah. on the Met Field." I'm yeah. like,
1: "Have you seen the Finley Center?" Though, sorry, we're getting like super local here. Oh,
0: I went to the Finley Center past few years for the SEC baseball tournament. We go there and the whole fanfare deal inside. Yeah. It's incredible. That building. It's like 13 basketball courts yeah. and
1: yeah, like, it's 12 volleyball courts. Yeah, soccer fields, all sorts of stuff.
0: It's pretty awesome. Welcome to Hoover Talk. Uh, it's Hoover Chat. Hoover Chat. Well, hey, um, we're gonna do something a little bit different. Yeah. Typically, we have a, a topic, topic <laughs> that we flushed out. We An decided, idea. hey, this is just gonna be a little chit chat. Mm. Um, we did bring each a topic. I don't know what yours is at all.
1: Yeah, that's part of the surprise.
0: I don't have. I have one topic mm. that I did no research on. Okay. And it's just something that I've been thinking about.
1: Yeah, well, that was your instructions today. You were
0: like, what what have you been thinking about? (laughs) What have you been thinking about? And mine is not like super theological. Mine is fun. Oh, good. Mine is fun. Um, We don't have any more state stats anymore, Mm -hmm. whatever. But you guys have been killing it with the podcast. Please rate and review and subscribe and send us all that stuff. You guys have been awesome. Uh, We're just super blessed to have you guys as a listener. And our numbers are growing weekly and we're thankful we're so thankful for that
1: yeah the idea today is a little bit of like a throwback it's like when we back at the beginning of the pandemic yeah we um talked about hey like we go into each other's office Mm -hmm. and just have these conversations our church is kind of looking for some content like some stuff to get people engaged why don't we just record our conversations that turned into a Wednesday night deal that we did for a long time, thirty-five weeks, uh, thirty-six weeks. Feels, feels like a long time, yeah. It was. Uh, and then transitioned into a podcast. So this is like where this started. Us just getting together. was well, just kind
0: of chit-chatting, riff-raffing, figuring it out, riff-raffing, riff-raffing, riff-raffing. riffing um, and raffing <laughs> both. Um, this is nothing to do with the Bible, or could it be? Okay. Do you believe in aliens? Me? And this is not even my topic. This is my random question. Um, Do you believe in aliens?
1: I have not given it a lot of deep thought. But How have
0: you had not given this a lot of thought?
1: <laughs> I'm going to say no. You
0: don't think, it, I think about aliens 10 times a week.
1: Well, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. But my answer is no, I guess.
0: You don't believe there's aliens?
1: Uh-uh. Okay. I don't have the framework to uh, to account for aliens in my world view universe view whatever you want
0: I got enough problems
1: I don't need to be figuring <laughs> so out So you're
0: so what you're saying is that I'm just wasting some bandwidth thinking about aliens and you're like I don't have any time to think about aliens
1: Hey man like no you got to head start if aliens are out there and they're 100% out there and and we make contact and they might with them. be among us Somebody's got to share the gospel with them and <laughs> If you, and I'm, already, I, I'm ill, I'm ill prepared. Well,
0: that's a good way to twist it. And I appreciate you <laughs> t- twisting that uh, for me to share the gospel with the aliens. I was just trying to survive.
1: All right. Tell me why you think about aliens and why you think they exist.
0: It's the scariest thing to me is aliens. Wait, when I was at, wait, when I was a kid, it wasn't the boogeyman. It wasn't monsters. It was Aliens. Okay, that terrified me. What about
1: cancer and public speaking? And well,
0: <laughs> I didn't think about that when I was a six-year-old. I wasn't like, I want to do a public speech. No, like I do public speaking all the time. That's not a fear of mine. I'd still be scared of cancer that. has been a part of my family, and that yeah. stinks. But I think that I've kind of wrapped my head around it. Of like, sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to cancer. Yeah. There might be rhyme or reason aliens.
1: Just just explain yourself. Tell me where you're coming from. When
0: I was a kid, I remember being in a van, grandparents' van. You remember the vans that there was a futon in the back of the van? Yeah. Party van. It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah.
1: Talk about a family trip. You could yes. you could make the back seat into a queen bed and just go to sleep. And
0: there was a table, uh huh. Like the pole, the little hole in the floor. Ours even some... had
1: little coolers in the side. You could put ice and drinks in it. And stuff. We had
0: curtains. We had curtains. There was too. curtains. And I'm them, pretty man.
1: sure we had curtains and blinds. So you could pull down the blinds. Uh, maybe, and yeah. Shut the
0: curtains. Well, my grandparents the Mark III. Had... That's what ours was. The yeah. Mark III. My well, my grandparents had the van. Nice.
1: Ours also. Real quick. Ours also had a. Mall, but like tube TV. Yes. VCR. With an NES? VCR and a original Nintendo.
0: So you had the same <laughs> van that my girlfriend had in high school. Uh, we played tennis together. Yes. And her grandparents would drive us. We sometimes had to drive 45 minutes to an hour to a tennis match. Yeah. And they're like, we're taking the van. And we would play NES. Yeah. Original. The original. And it was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Anyways, grandparents had this, and I had an older cousin, Jamie, James Peach.
1: Oh, old Jim Peach.
0: Uh, Oh, we have another discussion to talk about that we learned this weekend about our families. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Um, Anyways, Jamie, we were riding in the van, and I think I saw the movie Cocoon at too young of an age. That's fair. And just... Or maybe it's Close Encounter to the Third Kind.
1: Is that the one where they like strap him down and beat do his eyeballs? Yeah, and they like, do all that stuff. Yeah. I
0: think uh, I think parents watched it and then I was, the kids were in a room playing, but I happened to come in to get, I don't know, like a high C or something or some <laughs> Dunkaroos and I saw it and yeah. I like. Ruined aliens you. scared me. Ruined you. ET scared the mess out of me. Okay. But we were in the van and then do you remember back in the day there was Hollywood video? Yes. yes. And they would have spotlights? Yes. We were driving you in Hermitage. Thought, you thought that was the aliens? They told me it was aliens. Oh, that's so mean. So from then on, I was like, so I think about aliens, but now I will I will go out of my way to watch stuff about aliens, like online. Like It's that like, I'm afraid, but I'm also intrigued. So I understand the stance that the
1: universe is too big for us to be the only thing in it. Absolutely. But do we have any evidence that there are people outside. Of so
0: <laughs> I'll send you some articles later. Okay. There are like Navy and air force high ups that have come out now and said like, we know that there are aliens. Like we know that there are stuff that we can't explain.
1: Well, that's two different things now.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it is. But my brain goes, those are aliens.
1: They, they are alien for sure.
0: Yes. Just in the term. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they're like green dudes. I don't know what they look like.
1: So but are you like overly concerned that whatever is out there is hostile towards us? So I don't think it's
0: like World War Z yeah type mess. Like I'm not afraid of like we're gonna be under attack by this alien race in world soon. No, no, I don't think that. As a kid, it was more just freaky. Like, do I see eyes, green eyes, L the windows when I sleep at night? You don't want to get abducted. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want any of that. Now it's okay, aliens are out there. And now I'm excited.
1: Well, there you go.
0: I want to see one.
1: And you think they're just like hanging I wanna out?
0: See, I want to see a UFO. I, I, I don't care about seeing an alien. Hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. But the odds of me seeing a UFO are high. Are they? Yeah, and I'm excited about it.
1: Here in in Birmingham. Yeah, why not? I don't know. This is not what I expected us to talk about today. Hey. And not on my radar.
0: (laughs) Should be on your radar.
1: (laughs) I don't even have a radar. You should have a UFO radar. I guess.
0: So your birthday was Friday.
1: Yes. What a great day.
0: A great day.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: Came over to your house. We surprised you at your house. I love surprises, folks. About like three families we snuck into your house with keys. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that hard. Yeah. Uh it was like 13 kids and like six adults. Like it yeah. was so many more kids running around crazy.
1: And yet the surprise still happened.
0: And the surprise we were still there. Um it was awesome. But what we learned, our conversations that night mm. went to a weird unexpected turn yes so for those of you who don't know i am from middle tennessee i'm from mount juliet hermitage 30 minutes east of nashville mm. wilson county parents well my mom is from upstate new york yeah she's from troy albany upstate new york not middle tennessee not Middle tennessee. but my dad is from springfield yeah which, which, is a, s- which is a small place. About north Nashville. Yeah. Um, you've probably seen signs if you're going 65 north and you're going up to Kentucky. you probably seen a Springfield sign up there. Something like that. Um, which is a very small place. We used to hear about like there was one cop in the whole town. <laughs> like one red light. But that's where my family grew up. Yeah. Well, somehow that conversation happened on Friday night.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. Justin's dad was from Springfield and I said my dad's whole family is from Springfield. Yeah, and, my whole uh, family is. So that led me asking my dad if he if he had ever heard of Justin's dad.
0: Yes, Timothy Peach and
1: he had not, but he said George Peach was my uncle Larry and Aunt Dolores's best man in their wedding.
0: George Peach is my granddad. <laughs> Grandpa George. Grandpa George. Well, and I also have an uncle, which is George Peach, Eddie yeah. Peach, which we figured out, which we, which I called Eddie that <laughs> night. I said, Eddie, he goes, no, it wasn't me. So we think it was Grandpa George. And then I said, you think it was Grandpa George? He goes, Grandpa George bringing someone's wedding. That doesn't sound like Grandpa <laughs> George, but it could be. Yeah. Um, and then we got to tell stories of our family and realized that it probably was. <laughs> they, they ran in a similar crowd, it sounds they like. They ran in a similar crew and had some shenanigans. And yeah, so weird that like our families, that mean that we're somewhat related?
1: I don't think so. No, he was just in, in, he was just in the wedding. Oh, he was just in the <laughs> wedding. That's
0: right. It wasn't uncle, uncle. Yeah. I mean, blood brothers. I don't know. There you go. Uh, yeah. So that's weird Good time. that our families were in each other's weddings. I wasn't in your wedding. You were in a mine, but we didn't sure, know each other then. We didn't know each other. But I was at your surprise party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough.
1: Close enough. That's Close just enough. as good.
0: Um, all right. So let's jump into this. We talked about families and T-ball and aliens. We're mm. on a good start. Yeah. We're on a good start. Um, what do you got? What is your random topic, mm. question, remark, statement that you have for
1: us today? So we have been thinking a lot about the church, like mm-hmm. what what is a local church? What is our What are we called to do? Uh, we've been spending a lot of time in Acts 2, uh-huh. um, where we get a picture of the early church. Uh, and then subsequently, I'm also writing a paper on the same topic uh, for school. So this is what my mind has been thinking about a lot for the past couple of weeks, for sure. And my question is, what do you think about our modern expression of the local church? Um, and that qu- what I'm asking is, it seemed like the early church had these two big components. You had the public gatherings, the public fellowship where they were still meeting in synagogues still meeting for public prayers like a corporate think about think about yeah sunday morning yeah that's not sunday morning but that's yeah but then they had an equally weighted maybe even more heavily weighted uh personal fellowship where they were meeting in each other's homes it says daily sharing meals praying for one another uh you know listening to the teaching of the apostles so when i look at kind of where we are, and I'm not talking about Homewood specifically, just kind of what modern Modern church in America looks like. It's like we've swung that pendulum so far to uh, focus on what happens on the Sunday morning, these uh, corporate gatherings. hour on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. and we really don't put as much emphasis on the devotion that we see in the early church. In these people were really, in an intimate way, sharing their lives together. Um, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely a, um, there, there has seems to be, like you said, like the pendulum has swung one way yeah. to where a lot of the conversations, and it doesn't matter if you're Catholic, church of Christ, Baptist, Methodist, whatever, yeah. like, I think the most of our issues, most of our fighting, most of, and, and not fighting amongst each other, fighting within our own tribe, yeah, yeah, yeah. has been what are you doing in that one hour? Yeah, we spend so, so much, much morning, uh, yeah,
1: time yeah. and energy thinking about that. About
0: can women do this? Can you have yeah. instruments? Should you do communion every week? How yeah. do you do communion? Is it going to be passed? Is it going to be given? Yeah what's the structure? Who can say this? Who can say it? It's all these things. And it's like, man, we are, to me, it's almost like we are getting bogged down. We're getting weighted down. We're getting stuck in the muck of yeah. this one hour that we're missing the other hours of the week. Yeah. Of yes, this hour is important. And, and there's a sacred holy ground moment to being together. For sure. and worshiping. I mean, yeah.
1: That's, that's half of what we see there. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, I think we've lost track of the bigger issue. And I think for us, just in today's society, like, again, we like to put things in its box. Mm. Like, yeah. we got our kids' school. We got our work. We got our friends. We can work out. We, we got, got our, our hobbies, sports. Yeah. We got our hobbies. We got our church done. I checked all my things. I'm a well-rounded person. Yeah. But I think for church, it has to be this top-down, like... All of those things, family, re- friendships, work, hobbies, sports, kid all those things are under the blanket of the church. Yeah, that's the way
1: I think about In it. In your
0: relationship with God. And right. so church isn't, you're not a Christian for one hour yeah. or two hours on a Sunday and then maybe for an hour on Wednesday night or whatever it is. Yeah. Your entire life. Yeah. Then how does that permeate? How does that do that? Um and I think we have lost it. Yeah. I think we have focused too much on that one hour that we've lost it all for the rest of the week. Yeah. I
1: think um, you know, kind of the what 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 we experience, what most kind of modern church cultures experience is I think a product of prosperity. Oh, okay. You know, we have Uh, people who are doing well um, uh, and churches are able to uh, build big buildings and have cool programs and sort of outsource ministry. Um, And when you're living in these seasons of uh, prosperity, you really don't feel the need to kind of like get close, get hunkered down with people and really kind of like be able to share life with them. I think you see kind of the exact opposite of that in countries that are hostile to yeah. um, Christianity and it's primarily a house church movement and it's people who are devoted to one another um, and you know I don't I don't think anybody would want to see persecution. I certainly don't want to see, persecution but i think um i saw like i don't know it wasn't a meme or something but it's just some quote from somebody it was like uh hard times breed hard men yeah hard men bring about good times good times bring soft men soft soft men bring bad times and it's just it was in a podcast yeah. i was to
0: the same podcast okay i don't know where we heard that
1: well, i think the same thing could be but same. i've like heard that recently yeah i think the same could be said for for church i think mm-hmm. Uh, in long seasons of prosperity, there's apathy. And yeah. you don't feel this uh, drive to share the gospel and live the gospel in, in an everyday, every way kind of sense. And you kind of get soft and you get lazy and you get apathetic. Um, then when you face some adversity, you dig in and, and that firms up your faith and uh, firms up your relationship to other people in Christ And makes you a a good, hard, you know, kind of kind of follower of Jesus, and then the cycle continues. So I, you know, I don't think, I don't think like we're seeing the decline of the American church or anything. I mean, we may be seeing the decline, but you know, it's just it's cyclical. God is working and moving. But I do find it interesting that we place so much time and energy and money focusing on this really small window of our weeks and the people who, uh, we have impact over their weeks and there's so much opportunity to really create this type of, uh, environment where people are really sharing life together and growing in Christ and discipling one another and all those good things.
0: Well, we come at this at two different angles, but at the same point, me and you, um, with you being a... Connections Minister, all about relationships and how do we as a group and a community who live close to one another spend the days, and I know that y'all have some great friends with the Fawcett's, where you're at their house a bunch, we're at your house a bunch, yeah. you're at our house a bunch, we had the chambers, like, and that's what it's about, yeah. is having these families live together and help grow our families together and to strengthen one another. Um, And then I think about it from a faith at home stance. We started this years ago at our church. Many churches do this called faith at home where our job, what we're passionate about is equipping and encourage parents the other days, the other hours outside. And we kind of, um, and it's hard for us because we're talking about you should do more outside of church. But then we work for a church and we're like, we want you to be at church. But (laughs) it's this, Tug and pull. Yes. Like you both should, and it's both and, <laughs> um, and so it's like our faith at home. It is how do we help parents and families and grandparents and aunts and uncles and siblings, like grow their faith outside of church. Yeah. And we kind of liken it to, um, you know, we, you know, we talked about T ball with our kids. Like when I was growing up, my parents took me to a hitting coach. Yeah. Cause they said, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Teach my kid this. Your wife teaches piano. Yeah. People come to your house for her to train their kids a piano because they're like, I'm not good at this. You are better at this. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people view church that way. Yeah. Like, we're going to go here for this one hour. We're going to send our kid for the camp and the retreat because we want you to teach let the, them. Let
1: the experts do it.
0: And we love to do it. That's yeah. our job. And I love when we have kids and students and families here. But it's like, what are you doing outside of this? Yeah. And so to put all the weight and money and resources and efforts in that one hour. Yeah. I think we're missing the mark. Yeah. I think we also have to help like let's equip and encourage mm. and walk with you yeah. the other six days Yeah, in every aspect of your life. Yeah. That's good. And do that. So, yeah, I mean, I think there is a, a, a flip in priority. Mm. Um, and if we spend as much effort into complaining about what happens on a Sunday morning and be so worried about that, if it to more like how am I teaching my kid and my family and my spouse and my neighbor and my friend at home, Yeah, I think our lives will be a little bit better. Yeah. They we'll could be a little more well-rounded. I don't think people
1: realize, and sorry, we can we can move on to the next thing, but. This is way better than what I had to bring to the table. So,
0: like, I enjoy talking about this. Mine, you're just going to laugh at. But go ahead. You,
1: I, I, you said this, and I've stolen it so many times already. But there's just no, there's no neutral in life. Oh, yeah. The, you're, you are in a hot air balloon. You're either yep. going up, down, forward, backwards. You are There is no. You are
0: never stagnant.
1: So, I, don't, I just don't know if people realize that they are being discipled. Their kids are being discipled, whether
0: you want to or not. Yeah, it's they by are. who and yep.
1: by what. Am I being discipled by
0: media? My, TV? my buddies at the gym. Uh-huh. Am I being
1: discipled by uh, my favorite news platform? Yeah. My favorite politician? My whatever? My favorite bartender? Yeah. Or am Ricky? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> am I surrounding myself with? Uh, the type of people who are going to disciple me in the way of Jesus. Yeah, that's the that's every decision that you make is it's a it's a balance sheet. It's 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 a deposit or a withdrawal (laughs) in your life of Christ. And that's okay. Like, but it's it's what you said. It's the umbrella effect. It's like you can have and do and be all these things that you feel called to do. And God wants you to do all those things. Yes, it's part of it, but it's under the banner and it's under the umbrella of
0: who Jesus is in your life. I mean, I want my kids' teachers to love Jesus. Right. And, you know, with us being coaches at our T-ball, like, I kind of did it less on a purpose. I wore my Homewood suit at ministry and I had parents like, oh, do you work for a church? Yeah. Like, and then they go, oh, well, we love that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, I want you to know that we're going to be here and we're going to love your kids and it's going to be the best time we can make it. And we're here for you. Um, And I'm excited to meet and to grow with all those families um, in that. But like, I want my kids to be a part of that. I want their friends to be a part of that. I want their teachers. I want everything. I want the people that are discipling me, Mm -hmm. whatever realm that is, to be uh, uh, striving to be discipled by Jesus. Yeah, there you go. And so, again, it's that umbrella trickle-down, whatever you want to call it, effects. Yeah. Um, and that takes some learning.
1: Intentionality. Well, least. and it takes some intentionality, yeah. Considering who you spend your time with, considering where you spend your time, what you spend your well, time Well,
0: and then again, there is a, a tension, push and pull on. You might also need to surround yourself with people that don't know Jesus. For sure. Don't be discipled by them, but you disciple them. Mm. Because there's people that need to know about Jesus, and you're in their life for a reason. So it's not like I'm going to be in this Christian bubble. Yeah. No, you need your Christian bubble to strengthen you up and to lift you up and encourage you and to get you. But you also need to be reaching out and invite other people into invite, that Christian in, bubble. <laughs> and, and, and hey, we want you in this bubble as well. Yeah. And so it's the guys at the gym, it's yeah. the bartender, it's yeah. just whoever that you can now start that relationship with them. Going, yeah. hey, I'm under, I'm in, I'm in this Christian bubble because this is what I believe in. Love. Yeah. And we want you a part of it. Yeah, it's not this separate silo. It's just big globe, and we want you a part of it. A, there's a bigger kingdom than you know of. Yeah, and He wants you in it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the last thing I'll say about it. And it was just what you just said kind of made me think about it. We see at the end of that uh, passage in Acts that they added to their number every day. Yeah, and which is bonkers. Which that, is so cool. That that phrase comes at the end of this really long description of how they lived life together. Yeah. So they were living life together in a way that people took notice of and were like, well, I want to be a part of that. How are yeah. our communities modeling the kind of relationships and the kind of behavior that people from the outside, people that are alien to Jesus, and we're going to be Ooh, talking about aliens, uh, <laughs> look at it and say, you know, I, I'm not sure about, Everything you believe, but I'm really interested in understanding why you treat each other this way. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Amen. There like, we go. That's what it is. That's my surprise topic of the day. Man, yours is way better than mine. <laughs> uh, we're going to end on a lighter, funnier note. That's good. I believe um, on mine. So something I've thought about recently and I haven't done a lot of research about this, and maybe we will do a topic on this later. Maybe we won't. It's a preview. Maybe it's a preview is, is it not bonkers that there were people in the Bible that lived to 900 years old? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get that either. (laughs) Right? Like there are stories pre-flood of like 970 years old. Um, And then there's a lot of people after the flood 25 or so or more that live like
1: 600, three, five, yeah.
0: 600 years old. And it's like, what? Like, yeah. that seems bonkers. Who is the oldest person you've ever met? So we, ha- so we have one at church.
1: I mean, it's got to be Herman Stubblefield. I don't know if I've ever met anybody that, like personally in person that's 100 years old.
0: Yeah, so Herman just turned hundred. Technically, I haven't
1: seen him since. Well, yeah, we've seen him, which he shouldn't be here. Which, uh, Nathan yeah. Smith is another guy. Brett Nathan, yep. Uh is, is was real close with him. I think he was, he was in his nineties at least, but he might have been a hundred.
0: Mabes great grandmother, we saw her. I think to 103. Whew. I remember going to her hundredth birthday party. It was that's, a big old that's, bash. That's insane.
1: You people, that's a long time to I be think, alive.
0: I think she was born in. 1912 wow 19 like the same year as a titanic mm. or maybe 1910 like ten eleven. yeah because we were married in 10 and when we were married we were married in 2010 i think she turned 100 then or or the next year yeah so yeah 10 11 yeah yeah she played the ukulele no way. Yeah. So like. Mary Beth got me a ukulele. Because of Nemo? No, no. Maybe. <laughs> um, and then I brought it to her and she's still like 100 years old. And we have, a, we have a video of her playing my ukulele like 100 years old. Wow. And it's like it's bonkers.
1: So uh, this is along the same lines. Uh, I heard on the radio this morning that the second oldest person in the world is this French nun. Uh, Who is 116? I don't know who the oldest is. Probably somebody in Okinawa, (laughs) but but this this French nun got COVID and survived. 116 years old. She did. She's a nun,
0: (laughs) and she's like, that's amazing. Uh, 116. That's almost 20 years past 100. That's insane. Yeah. So after 100, she's she has her driver's license. She
1: she she got her old (laughs) driver's license. After that, that's crazy.
0: So there has been people, uh, um, and, we, and again zero zero research by yeah. me, but I've heard about people going like I live 120, and they go back and they like forge their birth certificates. It's like no, you're really 98, 99, <laughs> like, but they just wanted to be these old yeah people, um, because we kind of lift those up of like if you pass 100 years old, you're gonna be on the news. Yeah, yeah, like, you'll be
1: with uh, Al Roker with the Smuckers. <laughs> Right? isn't that what it is. No we idea. got Betty Jean in Oregon. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. So it's like on uh, Good Morning America Okay, or I know that. But uh, what is Smuckers? Smuckers sponsors Jelly? The, super, yeah, the Super Old People Awards. <laughs> and they do it like anytime there's somebody over 100, you can be on. And, and is it Al Roker?
0: Yeah, that is Al Roker. It's on Good Morning America? Yeah, and so. he's like,
1: we've got... Betty Ford. I don't think it's Good Morning America. Yeah, it's some other. I morning.
0: think it's a, the uh, Today Show. Today Show. That sounds. Yeah, it. you're I think, right. I think it's the Day Show.
1: So, but it's a S- Smucker's. Hey, you lived a really long time. Celebration. <laughs> uh, uh, we're gonna he probably did it by not eating jelly.
0: We're gonna have merch soon, and number one is gonna be Smucker's Award. Hey, you lived a really long time. <laughs> What's up from Al Roker? <laughs> there you go. Big thumbs uh, up on the back. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, like, how old do you want to live? Oh man,
1: let me tell you, I want to live until I'm not myself anymore. Okay. So if that's seventy-eight, I'm that's good with ninety-five. That. Just if like, it's one hundred and twelve,
0: but not yourself in what way? Mentally. Okay.
1: Now if I'm like debilitated physically, probably don't want that either. But yeah. you know, you're gonna get well, old. You're a big Your active teeth person are gonna get too. jacked. At. What
0: I said, but you're like an active person, so yeah. that like makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah I, I you know we've had we've had you know some dementia in the family yeah. and that's yeah. that's really rough like it's rough on rough on the people in a lot of cases but yeah. it's really really hard on the family uh-huh. so you know if I'm if I'm not me anymore and I don't know who I am or who my family is it doesn't seem like much to live for, but
0: you know, hopefully that's not my situation. I no. thought this was going to be a fun topic, and <laughs> I just threw on you. When what do you want to die? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm probably in the same boat. Like, I'm not this. Like, I want to be the longest person. I I don't want to be. The, yeah, I really yeah. don't care about the number. No, it's just more about, I care the, about state, the quality of life. Quality of life. Yeah. We had a guy at our church, in our old church, I worked at, named Jr. Oh, Jr. And I, I may have talked about Jr. on this podcast. I don't know, but Jr. Like. Did not need to work at our church, but he did it because he loved to. Yeah, like retired, had money, was awesome. Um, but it it may have been like his 75th or 80th birthday, maybe, yeah, maybe something around there. And so he was like our so called like janitor fixer guy at our church, yeah. And so he would just do some things. And so I remember sitting down with him on his birthday, and being like, JR, you just turned 75, 80. I don't, I don't know what it was. I was like, How so do you? How yeah, how do you feel? He goes, mentally, I'm 34 years old. Wow. He goes, but my body is not. Yeah. And he goes, that's the hardest part. He's like, mentally, I wake up and I'm like, I'm there, like I was when I was 35 years old and ready to do things, but like my body can't do it. Yeah. And even for us being 36 years old, yeah, I could tell my body is not the same as it was when I was 20 years old.
1: Yeah, mentally, like, I feel like a teenager.
0: Kinda. I feel 18 again. <laughs> like I feel. I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like he <laughs> who's, who's that guy a, who's a stranger in my house <laughs> no but like even like jumping off the porch oh like my knees yeah and I'm like I I used to could do this without maybe a few years ago
1: I feel like it happened overnight
0: it's like quick. I could do anything I've always
1: been a big strong guy could just do anything yeah. lift anything knock anything yeah. down and then one day I was like, oh, well, you better take it easy. Hey. That might, it might be rough back, on that old your left, shoulder, knee. Yeah, your left knee. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be
0: jumping off the diving board. <laughs> yeah, the diving board. So I was a lifeguard in high school and could do dives and was graceful. And this past year, I think Mary Beth took a video of me diving off the diving board. And I was like, (laughs) in my head, I was like, I'm a swan. I look beautiful. And then when I watched it, I was like, who is that old fat guy jumping? (laughs) He should not do that anymore.
1: So we we may have talked about this a little bit, but we are members of like a community pool. And they've got the legit, I would call it sort of old school springboard.
0: Where you have like a rolling deal. You can roll it back and forth. This guy. Me, Th- think about this pool. If you're like, what does this pool look like? Sandlot, watch the movie Sandlot. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there is barbed wire fence it's, it's around, yeah. it's awesome.
1: Uh, I did not grow up in any environment that had a springboard, nope. so was not aware that it was a oh, thing.
0: Oh, I did when I was lifeguard. We had a springboard. Uh, so
1: first summer, we we're members of this pool. Was I, it all the way back? I go for, for a little, I'm gonna I'm jump off the dime board, make the kids laugh. This, the thing was rolled all the way back. I go and do one bounce. The, the, boor, the board never came. Up. The board never came up, and I just slipped and fell. It. The board the water. hit the water, and I've like. never seen Katie laugh so hard. <laughs> it was her favorite day, and I've never jumped off of it again.
0: No, you jumped off of it. Nope,
1: that was my one. Have I one not shot. seen you? Nope.
0: Wow. Well, this summer I'm gonna get you up, traumatized. To roll, but we're gonna roll it. Jack likes to go over and mess with it with his foot because yeah. he thinks he's doing something. He can't move it, but he sees the older kids do it. Yeah. So he just thinks he's done. it. Um. Yeah, I just think it's bonkers. There's people in the Bible that live 900 years old and even 200, 300. I yeah. mean, you know, we're talking about a 116 year old person. We're like, that's mind blowing. Um, you know, and there's lots of talk of like, was their days the same as our days and years the same as our years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Again, does that change your faith? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, it just shows how awesome God is. Yeah. I mean, just just seeing the work and power. And he's like, there's more for you to do mm. to advance my kingdom, so you need to live a little bit longer. Yeah. Like, we need you to keep on keeping on Noah and these people. Like, we need you to kind of live a little bit longer than normal. Yeah. Um, You know how tired you are right now? Oh, I'm exhausted. We had practice. We... I didn't get jacked to bed till like nine-something last night. How old was Abraham when he had his first child? It was like 90 or like 100, 100
1: right? 100, right? Yeah. Imagine how tired you would be. Oh, my word. With, with a newborn child. And you are, you done been around 100 years.
0: <laughs> but do you think that 100 years is not 100 years? Do you, you know. think that their 100 was like our 25? It could be. But they're like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah. Uh, now, they were more active. We've probably gotten lazier. Yeah. We got well, better. they had
1: different diets. Different There's di- no pesticides, no no chemicals, really. Our,
0: our medical advancements are 100% more than they were then. Right. But we have more chemicals and things and stuff that make our it worse Our air nasty, for us. yeah. Yeah. Smog and smoke. Smog. and All that stuff. Yeah. They didn't have that.
1: Yeah, I've heard a couple different theories about even, even stuff – uh, it, dealing with the em- environment like post flood literally the environment on yeah. earth kind of changed I have again yeah, no <laughs> research very very minimal uh, insight into any of this but then I've also heard you know we're talking about an ancient near east culture how did they uh, perceive time how did they How's count their days, months and how days. Did they, you know so uh, there's that too
0: well there, but you have in the bible where it says the whatever month on the seventeenth day and yeah. on this. So we're like, okay, well they had a concept. Yeah, definitely. But was it the same as ours? Yeah. Like was it three hundred and sixty five days was a year. Or so
1: Yeah. There's also uh it's important to know that um record recording history
0: oh, it's fairly new was,
1: well it they did not operate under the same assumptions or standards uh. that we do now. Um and
0: they didn't also didn't have birth records. Yeah. Well <laughs>
1: you, you know, if you're going to read ancient history, you need to understand how they approached writing ancient history, and that's a whole other conversation too. Yeah. But
0: yeah, there's good stuff. Yeah. I, I just that's something that as we get older. Yeah. And good we're we're thirty six years old. We're not we're not that old, but you're like, but well, we are getting older. Yeah. Every day. Every m- second we're getting older. We're like, imagine living nine hundred years. They'll get old. Like cool to see the things. So one of the cool things with Mary Beth's great grandmother is um I remember Mary Beth's brother and sister showing her what text messaging and what FaceTime was. (laughs) Blow her mind. They had an iPad and phones with FaceTime and she it was just like what is this wizardry? What is this sorcery? (laughs) And this is literally magic. Yeah. And like but but you're like, yeah, this is what we have. And like Jack Even our twins, even our 18 month old twins, when they hear that, they're like, we're going to FaceTime grandparents and they run over and try to look at it. But for the great grandma, she was like, how are they doing this? Couldn't even fathom (laughs) this. And so um, imagine when our boys are a hundred years old, what it's going to be. Yeah.
1: Well, I've lived through one pandemic thus far.
0: I don't know if I want to see a second. So no, I don't. I don't want to see a second (laughs) one. I think we're pretty good on this one. Yeah. Um, get that. Well, hey, we hope that you guys enjoyed. This is just rambling babblings by these buffoons. Things uh, we think about. Things we think about. Yeah. Aliens. The church. Aliens. Getting old. The church.
1: And what? Getting
0: old. <laughs> I know what you said. Uh, getting Growing old. mold.
1: Growing mold. Getting old. Getting sold. Sorry being being bold being bold now that goes back to the second one yes and it all ties together
0: we're done full circle uh, well we hope that you guys enjoyed this again rate and review and smash it smash smash it that subscribe button that was <laughs> a tip. what was that it just happened I don't think about it that uh, clearly <laughs> <laughs> clearly you didn't think about anything I enjoyed it <laughs> I'm glad the the remix I'm glad I'm glad you liked it I liked it it's Remix. a great day. It's <sighs> awesome. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We love you guys. We will see you all next week. Uh, with the I promise you that we will have a topic next week. <laughs> and it won't be ramblings.
1: This was a topic. The topic was discussion.
0: We got it. Take care, guys. Bye. See you.